0: Balls, balls, motherfucking balls.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is David Michael. (laughs)
0: And I'm Michael Carter. And we are Ridiculously Ridiculously Bored. You know, I will have to say in the almost two years that we've been doing this, there's only been, I think, one episode where our recording system really shit the bed. Yeah. Um, no, and thankful- maybe. Yeah. Well there's one where we lost the whole episode. Yeah,
1: there was one we had to re-record the entire thing. And there was a couple of other ones where we had to like stop in the middle.
0: Yeah. And uh you're boring to listen to once. <laughs> 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 one, twice. I can't um, help and, it. And this time, thankfully, we realized my microphone wasn't on and it was picking it up from an ancillary ancillary? ancillary. Item on um, ancillary item on my desk. So thankfully we've fixed that. So David, we are Michael. one week out from you being home alone yes um not really uh, but yes uh culkin macaulay culkin style and (laughs) me being back from australia for a week so how has your one week home been yeah so let's let's talk
1: about how it's not been it's not been very lonely because i have construction going on all throughout the house and it's been an absolute nightmare trying to deal with that and still work at the same time that's part one part two my son, who is now almost a full week into his collegiate career, and mine was a career, a six-year career, mm-hmm. if anyone's counting. Uh, he's and he's not a son. doctor. And he's not a doctor. And I'm not a doctor. Yeah, you.
0: <laughs> not yeah. your son. He's been there a week. You don't become a fucking doctor in a week. <laughs> Even uh, okay. people in Bangalore don't become a doctor in a week. Go ahead. Sorry. Hey, I can go online and get a degree. <laughs> uh, yeah. So
1: he's... Uh, He's having a good time i text him he gives me like one uh one word responses i'm like how's how's everything going good uh so what'd you do last night nothing
0: uh you having a good time yeah <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah that's uh it's good to see that uh my son who's 13 also does that so i don't uh i don't see much progression on that in the next four or five years <laughs> before he goes to school yeah but he
1: does appear like he's uh he's getting used to dorm life and uh he did ask me to uh, purchase a uh, a um, beer pong table for him. So clearly there has been some discussion about some drinking games.
0: So he has embraced the college lifestyle.
1: Yeah, absolutely,
0: as as he would, uh, yeah. Yeah, No no doubt in my mind. And so I've been home now a week from Australia, and I know as you get older, they always talk about these long flights and time change, it gets harder and harder to deal with. And it's been four years, and I know we've talked about on the last couple episodes, but it is fucking—it's been shocking to me how bad the jet lag has been this last week. You look like you went in like a half around with Mike Tyson. Yeah, um, and then he bit my ear. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, well today it doesn't help too. I was outside all day playing golf with some friends, so that—that that, I'm sure that's a stop. And I wasn't drinking on the course. Oh, but yeah, I know. Well, I got a tough life. Did
1: I tell you I got golf lessons?
0: Why? Have you ever played golf? i played in college one year two through five when oh <laughs> uh, let's
1: say 95 through i want to say 97.
0: And i had just, some wait hold on we just want to back up a little bit when you uh-huh. say you played in college you weren't on the school team no you just no. played while you were in
1: college. No, no, no no yes played while i was in college yeah. um and i was decent but i had a nasty yeah. slice and you know me well enough to know that I'm competitive. And if I can't do anything well, I just won't do it except for podcasting. I can't do that well. <laughs> and I seem to keep doing it. I don't know why. Uh, but Subscribe, so I just, like share. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was playing one day and the problem was I, the guys who taught me, they were good, right? And we went and that was the problem. They were really good. Right? So these guys are like, you know, have a handicap. My handicap is so large, like there's just not even worth like calculating it. Your handicap, your game is the same. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm playing with them and they're just destroying me. So I'm like, fuck this. So one day we're playing and I don't know, I hit it in the sand and in the sand trap and I'm trying to get out of it and I couldn't get out. So I took the sand wedge and I fucking went to the closest palm tree and I wrap a club around the tree <laughs> and I went, I'm done. I'm not
0: playing anymore. That was it. That was the last time I played so i'm i'm completely the opposite on golf i'm not good at it either right but i don't really care if i get any better i just go to have fun so so much so that my cousin yanni when we were growing up he was pretty good he's pretty good now too but he was pretty good then and he would play with us and he's like i can't play with you guys you guys just fuck around the whole time and (laughs) we're like yeah that that's why we're here like (laughs) we're here to fuck around have fun play a little golf but to have some fun so he didn't play with us for a long time, and then what was happening was he would hear stories about how much fun we were having uh, playing uh. golf, and he was like, "All right, l- l- if yeah, if I promise not to um, take it too seriously with you guys, let me play golf with you." <laughs> so he came back in and started playing with us. Uh. But to to go back to to my point, and um, and actually, I talked with somebody tonight about this. Actually, I'm like, there's times when we start tangent on a tangent, that we actually never get back to our point.
1: We did that last episode on something. I I can't remember what
0: it was. (laughs) I I want to get back to my point. So the the jet lag has been so bad. So I'm normally somebody who I go to bed at midnight most nights. I get you know kind of five, six hours sleep, things like that. And I function fine. There has been times where, look, there's a difference between, oh, let me sit down and let me watch a show. And the show starts, and then a couple minutes in, you're like, whoa, man, I'm a little tired. Like, I don't know if I'm going to make the end. And then you fall asleep. <laughs> I sat down once this week where, like, I'm lucky I didn't have a drink in my hand. Like, literally, as soon as I sat down, like, I crumbled. And I was asleep within <laughs> half a second of, of actually sitting on the couch. And you think it's still from the jet lag? I think it's the jet lag. I did come back with a pretty bad cold, so I don't think that helps either. I mean, I'm finally over it. Um, I was able to avoid COVID yet again um, as, you know, my family member while I was down there got COVID and and luckily none of us did. So, but yeah, so it's all those things. I mean, I don't know what else it is. I mean, maybe fucking I have a chemical imbalance. Maybe that's it too, but Mm. who knows?
1: You know, if you get your uh, hormones tested 99.9% of the time, they will come back with some sort of imbalance, some sort of hormonal imbalance. It's like such a scam too, because they're like, oh yeah, you need, you know, 30 milligrams of this and blah 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 and every single time you're gonna need something and so that's when they told you you needed more estrogen no no i produce enough estrogen <laughs> you know men, um, men do produce estrogen Here, yes, let's look that, that up.
0: isn't that why you get man titties from like the soy if you eat too much soy or something it triggers it the, it's it's a i think
1: it's a byproduct of hor- like steroidal hormones like yeah guys that take steroids it depends on your body but some guys will get bitch tits and uh they're like almost impossible to get rid of like without like surgically removing so yeah Yeah, i mean why would you want to get rid of them if you got
0: i like tits
1: (laughs) don't do steroids
0: all right so i have a i have a couple questions for you i don't um as the summer is winding down um and we we start with um you know school coming up and everything has been a lot more relaxed the last few months but I have a question for you and I'm I'm curious on your view of this. So at uh, the store BJ's here near us, I went in the other day and they have an alcohol liquor place on the side. So I went into the alcohol liquor place and I noticed redundant phrase, isn't it? uh, I don't know. Maybe. So the liquor store uh, package stores is called a lot in Connecticut, but that's beside the point. So I walk in and there are two bottle types that have a security tag on it none of the other alcohol has security tags on it so the johnny walker black doesn't have it um the the screwball that you and i like doesn't have it et cetera. Et cetera. there's two alcohols that have security tags they are cavassier and hennessy right? <laughs> oh that's
1: that's racial profiling well, so, so hold on a minute hold on a minute let me
0: let me let me finish this train of thought so the first thing I thought was exactly what you just said. I'm like, wow, I've heard, and and from friends too, I'm like, those are two relatively popular drinks in the black community. I wonder if that's why they have them tagged. Here's my question for you, though. So in essence, I was considering them being racist for doing that. Am I being racist for thinking that. <laughs> yeah, that? oh that's a black drink normally well they say uh it's it's a
1: stereotype for a reason
0: yeah well right? no, there's some truth in it well all stereotypes
1: uh, it's a stereotype for a reason i mean think of any stereotype uh, They people don't make that shit up it's because there's a commonality to it um yeah I, I don't i don't i don't know what the answer is um is it i think the store is racial profiling but yes you're right for for that being the first thought in my mind, yeah, I have an issue. I have some issues.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you unfortunately we had the same first thought. Yeah. <laughs> all right. The next question I have for you. A I saw a guy paying for something in a store. And like first of all, fucking I, my opinion, cash is dead anyway, right? I very rarely see somebody pay cash. Yeah. And fuck, sometimes I still see somebody pull out a checkbook, but that's few and far between. They're usually very old. Mm-hmm. The guy had a wallet. And he took out cash from the wallet, and let's say the the thing was a dollar ten. I don't remember what it was, but let's say it was a dollar ten. He took a dollar out of his wallet, and then he had this little coin purse in the wallet that he took out the ten cents from. What's your view on the coin purse in the wallet of a man's wallet? Stereotype,
1: stereotype. Probably like no, lame. I just, I, 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 I don't know. Am I dumb for saying that I just don't keep change anywhere except maybe in the console of my car? And you don't I, have one I, of those
0: I, bottles in your house that you have like all old change in and shit?
1: Like a like a can full of like coins yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. But as soon as it fills up, I like go to the store and get cash for it and then give it to my kids. Well,
0: not anymore because they're not around. But that's what I used to do. So the thing, the two things I don't understand about it is one, wallets end up being pretty thick anyway, right? So now you've added, you know, you don't start at the Costanza wallet, you end up getting there. Mm. Now he already has a wallet that has a bunch of stuff in it. And then you're adding that into it as well, which has a weight to it. So that was the first thing I noticed. The other thing, which you just mentioned too. I don't fucking take change with me in the morning. Like if I have change, I throw it in a jar at home and then the next day I go about with no change. And if I happen to stumble across some, this dude is actually carrying change with him all the time. Yeah. I I I mean the the only times you ever really need
1: change, and this isn't even a factor in Arizona, and to some extent in Connecticut, is toll booths.
0: All right. Don't fucking need change at toll booths anymore. Why are they all like a dollar or more? No, there, there all used to easy be some pass t- or fast pass or yeah. So we don't have tolls
1: in Arizona, so I have no Sun clue. Pass but yeah. when I lived in New York, which was a while ago, the only reason you would need change in your car was so that when you were <laughs> going through the toll, you had something to chuck into yeah. the uh, the toll
0: booth. So for you West Coast palm tree loving fuckers, um, in, the tri-state area, in the tri state area and the tri state area now, not only is there almost no cash option to pay most of them have gotten just rid of the toll booths and you know you drive through and they take a photo of your license plate and the easy pass and if you don't have a easy pass or a sun pass or a fast pass they all have a million different names right um, they just send you a bill they well you're you can go online and pay it online and in where i live near where i live they've just started doing this over the last year or two and again here's what i don't understand we like to think that we're ahead of the curve and you know america the great and you know, though we are bigger and fatter than the rest of the people, but like we're cutting edge. In Australia, when I lived there fucking 18 years ago, they had these systems in place already. No cash tolls, you just drove through and you either had a, a R tag or something, I can't remember what it's called now, but you have one of those on your car or you went online and you typed in, oh, I went through this toll at this location, Charge my credit
1: card. Yeah, you're you're forgetting that those things require an infrastructure. All right. So the infrastructure needs to be built to be able to accept those. But you're also forgetting that in the U.S., because maybe we were modernized before a lot of other countries, we had other infrastructures in place. So those other infrastructures needed to be dismantled in order to upgrade to things like EasyPath. So, yeah, it's, it's the same thing with like urban design. All right. Arizona Phoenix is a grid system. Everything is north, south, east, or west. Anything west of central is 1st Street, 2nd Street, 3rd Street. Anything west of central is 1st Avenue, 2nd Avenue. Wait a minute. You give can me, fucking me, be anywhere and
0: Piece of paper and a pen here. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> no, you can be anywhere in the city and look up at a street sign and know exactly where you are and what the address is. Because the addresses between central and 1st Street are 0 through 100. The addresses between 1st Street and 2nd Street 100 to 200. It's, it's like it's the easiest system in the world. But Phoenix, you know, when New York was being built, when Washington D.C. was being built, Phoenix was fucking like a, a dust bowl. So we had the the foresight of how New York was built and all the mistakes that they made, so that we can build a system, build a city that was a little bit better. I know I'm standing on soapbox now, and you're yeah. you're rolling your eyes at me, but there's a reason why it took so long to adopt some of that stuff. So you love that system? Uh, yeah. No, I mean it's. Love it or not, it's practical. Tell mm. me what your address is. If you told me you're 3600 West Washington Street, I can tell you you're between 35th and 36th Street. Like that, just cuz I that's how the system works. So I don't I don't need to know what the
0: cross streets are. I know what the cross streets are based upon your address. So do you think and I mean I do think this is kind of a stupid question, but I'm going to ask it anyway cuz that's what I do. <laughs> do you think that navigation systems have hindered that development process in the future like do you think it matters anymore because you just fucking type it into your phone or you google map it or you apple map it like do you think if they were to build a new city now do you think they would still take that kind of thing in mind um
1: probably just because it's easier to build You know i mean i think when dc was built it was built by some french guy i can't remember his name like famous architect famous urban planner and uh like the white house is like in the middle and everything cascades outward in like a circle in like concentric circles um stuff like that i think makes a whole lot of sense depending on where you are but then there are certain cities like you look at like new york where a part of the city is like a perfect grid And then all of a sudden you get to the Bronx and it's all fucked up and it's all over the place.
0: Yeah. Um, That is not a commentary on the people in the Bronx. No,
1: no, no. That's the the urban planning.
0: The other side is in um, what's called historic downtown is through 14th Street, I think it is. That's all fucked up too, because that was done so early that it's Mm -hmm. like all these random streets and it's fucking chaos. And then once you get to 14th and upwards, then it becomes the grid in New York. Um, Also, interestingly enough, if you have a property below 14th street, everything is considered historic district. Mm. Uh, Cause I, one of my companies I worked for, we had a building down there. And when we had to do upgrades, we actually, while we were upgrading, we were also keeping, they, you had to keep in mind the historical accuracy of it. So like a new window that would cost $100 cost $400. Cause you only can use certain windows that were that are designed to look like they were available at the time oh jesus christ so yeah it was crazy the amount of extra cost it was to remodel one of the buildings we had was astronomical so
1: yeah what's amazing to me is how i mean it's taken a while but like urban revitalization you know where they take like the slum areas they wait for all the houses to either you know go bankrupt or whatever and then they these builders come in and buy them up and then revitalize them. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that going on in downtown Phoenix area. So much so that you can see where it stops, right? Beautiful new high-rise building goes up. Across the street is like Jerry's drive through liquor <laughs> and the pawn shop and the tattoo parlor. Like, And you know it's just a matter of time before those leases for those businesses run out. Somebody's going to come in, knock them down, build up a high-rise. So it's like... At what point, if you're like someone looking to live in that area, at what point do you invest? You know that's gonna happen, but it could be five years, could be ten years, you don't know. So the, yeah. this, there's a lot of that going on. And we were driving downtown to go to a comedy show a couple of weeks ago, and we're driving down this street called Washington Street, and sure shit, you can see like beautiful buildings, brand new, and then boom, slums and and auto, you know, uh, used car
0: lots and shit like that. All right, next next topic I want to ask you about. All right, go ahead. Um, are you a day shower, morning shower, or a night showerer? Um, good question. I would say more times than not, I shower as soon as I wake up. Do you, so. So I'm same. Uh, well, not as soon as I wake up, but in the morning, do do you like a good shower at night? And the reason I ask is no, it wakes know, me up. Yeah. So tonight, as of all nights, I, cause I played golf today, I showered tonight and I was like, you know, you're supposed to be winding down. You're supposed to be relaxing. And I'm like, wh- why would I fucking do this at night? It's like throwing a splash of, you know, you wa- literally be water in your face. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's, that's my wife's rule. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, no, I, anytime I take a shower, it wakes me up. So I use it in the morning. That's like how I get up. Like it's, you know, it's refreshing. It wakes me up. Uh, At night, if I take a shower, I'm up for at least an hour or two afterwards. So I got to, it's like almost like coffee for me. Like I can't, can't do it past a certain time. Otherwise, I'm up all fucking night. Um, What do you think of when I say the word cardio version? Dead silence.
0: Nothing. You can hear crickets in my brain. (laughs) My dad, because of the way his heart has been, he has to go in for procedure that's called cardioversion. I feel like there should
1: be like a 2.0
0: after that, like heart (laughs) 2.0, cardioversion 2.0. That's basically what it's doing. (laughs) So, um, I, he tells me this and I'm like, I I have no idea what that is. So I'm like, let me look it up. So I look it up and what they actually do is they identify that, I guess the four quadrants of the heart are not beating in sync, Mm. not the music group. They're not beating in sync. And so basically, what they do is they fucking shock you with like the paddles, just like kind of when you people you see in movies all the time, where they're like clear. <laughs> they like they shock you with the paddles, a much lower voltage, but they shock you with the pat the paddles. That way, it basically makes all four of them stop and restart. Oh, so
1: it's like a it's like hitting Control Alt Delete on a on a PC <laughs> on your heart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. So I'm like, like, how did they figure this out? That's the question. Like, how did they figure out this was the way to do this? Up, oh, we lost Bill, John, and Frank, but I'm, I'm telling you guys, this fucking procedure is gonna work. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Ben Franklin with his kite and
1: his uh, his discovering electricity, quote unquote. Maybe oh that's God. how they figured
0: it out speaking of electricity and stuff and this cardio thing i saw i shouldn't laugh at the lady i thought she almost died um <laughs> i saw this video the other day and i don't know how it came into my stream i don't know what the algorithm was but there was a lady who had a heart attack and they would dragged her into the ambulance it was like a mother and you know the daughter's like sobbing and crying and holding on to her i should laugh at this and they, they use those paddles on the mom to shock her and it put the fucking it shocked the shit out of the daughter where then yeah. they had to work on her as well because they they fucking basically kicked her in the chest
1: those defibrillators defibrillators yes. man you can't yeah you gotta stay away you want to try that again or do
0: you just want to edit it out
1: no I, I got it right it's a defib- defibrillator
0: i believe i, I ask again <laughs> you know what's the best part about it is the way you're slowing down to pronounce it that's, a, like, big oh, that's a big fucking word come on come on that's a big thank you people
1: i, I think it's the defibri- here let's let's fucking google this shit that's why i was trying to pronounce the s d let's see what seven years of school gets you yeah, versus it's it's not a defibrillator. you later it's a defibrillator there's an R in there, which is why I was slowing down to make sure I said the R correctly.
0: Dick. Now I'm frustrated. Oh, this is an old episode for that guy. <laughs>
1: yes. Frustrated.
0: I'm so frustrated. <laughs> All right, what else have you seen or read this week?
1: Uh, you know what? I saw a great fucking article the other day. Um, so with this whole Russia, Ukraine war thing that now I think it was like, I was looking today It's like 178, 179 days in. Right, which I'm pretty sure everyone in the modern world thought this thing was going to be over in a few days. So, so plan including a Russia, didn't work. yeah, including Russia. So, Plan A didn't work, except for Ukraine. They didn't think so, and uh, so you know, a couple of really big brands backed out of the Russian market. Uh, McDonald's was one of mm-hmm. them. I think Procter and Gamble took a lot of their products out of the market. Uh, Starbucks was another, right? So Russia was like, screw you guys. Well, you know, we're, we're going to take all those stores that you have, and we now own them and we're going to reboot these businesses. So they, they rebooted McDonald's like a while ago. I so guess now that it's was, McDougal's like, no, that it's, to America? it's not even, it's like nothing like McDonald's anymore, but same menu and shit like that. Although I did read, they ran out of French fries, like a couple of weeks ago, which is kind of funny, uh, but they just rebooted Starbucks okay and i wish i could show you i wish we were still doing video and i can show you a picture they renamed the restaurant stars coffee and the logo is almost identical the same colors it's got the mermaid in the logo but it's like not quite the same it's almost like you know those old mad magazines where they try to make fun of like certain brands they literally just copied
0: everything about starbucks so the question is like, and I guess I mean it's it's Russia, so I don't know if it matters. But can Russia can Starbucks sue them? Like I'm no, looking at the logo right now. If anybody wants to look it up, it's called Stars Coffee.
1: Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, there here's the fucked up thing: there is no international copyright law. All right, and I believe the U.S. back in the 1800s tried to start up this international copyright community but it was like participation only. Like, hey, if you wanna be a part of this, let's all protect our copyrights in the same place,
0: all right? But if you don't, you do whatever the fuck you want. It's your country. So do you mean by that, you mean like Kentucky Fried Chicken is an example, KFC. Mm -hmm. Do they need to copyright? I would think you'd have to copyright KFC in every country, right? So- You would,
1: you would every country has its own copyright laws so you would have to do that now if the country you're in is run by a dictator and the government does whatever the fuck they want and they're a communist country they could just say hey guess what your copyright expires today <laughs> which is basically what they did
0: so you know the the funny thing about that and and i mean I, when i saw it i was just i knew that there was some reason they couldn't get a hold of the name but burger king in Australia, is known as Hungry Jack's. Hmm. So everything looks exactly the same. They sell a Whopper. The logo is the burger with the words in the middle, but it's Hungry Jack's instead of uh, Burger King. So yeah, that one I was just like, well, clearly they just couldn't get the license in this country.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, but I <clears throat> I don't know how that's... It just seems weird to me that like, then why isn't there like a, a mickey mouse why isn't why doesn't russia have like their own version of mickey mouse uh, i'm guessing disney
1: went and and registered a trademark in every country known to man because they have disney worlds in like like all in all over europe i know there's a couple in europe there's i think there's one in japan now i mean so i believe you got to do that in order to but you know disney's also been around you know what 100 years yeah, 200 like that. years? It's, no, mean, not 200
0: years. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know, so that that kind of makes sense in the, the the case of, so like the, I, I told you before, I listened to the podcast Always Sunny in Philadelphia, or it's mm-hmm. the Always Sunny podcast. And actually recently they've just been talking about, they created a name for something. Uh, oh, Mythic Quest, the, the Apple TV show. Oh yeah, it's a great show. And they said that the reason why it's called that is all basically the other names they wanted they could not clear around Mm -hmm. the world so i guess nowadays you probably are like let me check every fucking database in the world and if it gets hit somewhere then we decide if we want to use it or not yeah well it it
1: probably precludes you from it being shown in that country right i don't know if it's shown it might have a different name yeah well but how do you do that if like your show is called that and like all the the shit in the show talks about that like the logos everywhere maybe yeah that's crazy
0: but i mean then again like if they're showing it in the ukraine is it is it still called always sunny in philadelphia it's, it's Not
1: the ukraine it's ukraine
0: i sent you the name of one place that actually has the in the beginning yeah, I don't yeah, remember yeah. Which one. <laughs> but i was like hey dave check this out there's actually a country that says the in front of it
1: my wife points out how offensive it is every time we use the ukraine in an episode i'm like oh fuck <laughs>
0: Well, what about it's got um, me
1: questioning everything. Like, I, one of one of the subsidiaries of my company is in in the United Kingdom, so every once in a while I'll say the UK and I'm like, oh shit, is that okay? Did I just offend somebody? What the fuck?
0: The Gambia, it actually has the in the name, the Gambia. How do
1: you know it's not the Gambia?
0: However, it's fucking pronounced. That's not the point of my story. Or is the
1: Gambier? It's French now. It could be offensive if you say it the wrong way, though.
0: Maybe. Well. Right now, they're not listeners, so we don't have to worry about it. All right. That's good. Fuck you, All right. Gambia. <laughs> All right. Dave, anything else? No. Yeah. Well, I knew this was going to be a short one because I want to go to sleep. So <laughs> with that, I'm Michael Carter. And I'm David Michael. And we are to Sleep